This is CliffCentral.com. That song was an absolute giveaway, wasn't it? <laughs> it really was. Something no, inside no. so strong. Welcome to the Opinion Booth with myself, Sonia Booth. And of course, you know that I've got Lira in studio. Yay! <laughs> the excitement, Palissa. Yeah. I'm excited are you, are you, too. Are you, are you calm now? Really she couldn't she could believe it. It's like, Lira Oh, it's such a pleasure to be here. She looks so beautiful. Thank you, friend. You're Thank gorgeous. You. I love the hairdo. Thank you. I appreciate mm. it. Thank you. So today we're talking brand Lira. And I mean, she's going to be sharing her insights on building a sustainable music career that goes beyond talent. She talks about longevity. In the cutthroat music business and staying power in the music industry, because we all know it is not an easy industry to crack, right? Yeah, very much, yeah. So, something inside so strong is an anthem. Mm-hmm. I would be aggrieved personally if you wrapped up a concert or a performance without playing it, right? And I'm sure I'm not the only one, right? I mean, I'm sure before you wrap up, people are like, Mm-mm, you've forgotten an, an anthem here. They're like, no, the show's not done. Mm-mm. Sometimes if they have that song and nothing else, they're happy. I know. I'd, Interesting. I'd, I'd happy. <laughs> but I still want to stay for the full concert just to get Indeed. my money's worth, you know? Indeed. I mean, it is so powerful that someone I know even had the, had the words tattooed on their forearm. That's true. And yeah. you know what? I've got it written on my bathroom mirror. Oh, wow. The word something inside so strong. Because, wow. you know, you, the bathroom, the basin, I mean, mm. it's the first stop for everybody yeah. in the morning. you got to go to the bathroom, right? True. So I've got the mirror just above the basin. And, of course, every time I wash my hands, I've got those powerful words. There's something inside mm. so strong. Mm. And no matter how hard the day or challenging the day could be, when you see those words, they encourage you and you're just filled with positivity. Oh. I'm, I'm so glad that you could make it. I know you're busy. <laughs> you are hectic. It really is. I think also at this time of year, um, there's just so much going on. And, um, but again, I, I, I really am thrilled to be here. So it really is a pleasure. You share something special with my husband. I 14, do? 14 March. Really? I wanted to book you to perform for his 40th. I don't 40th. know this. So his 40th was this year, right? Oh, March, wow. obviously. Uh, oh, but wow. I was told you don't work on your birthday. Oh, that's not true. But I was already working on this particular birthday. Oh, I do. I work on my birthday all the time. Yeah? Yeah. Um, my husband and I then will do something around that same month. But if there's a great opportunity to do what we love, we take it. I love we it. were working on his birthday and then we celebrated the next day. So it's, it's not a big deal for us. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you just want to chase paper, which is good. Well, not really. Um, it's, it's more, there's great opportunities that, that, that are, that come up, you know, and it's just like, what else do I want to do with my life? This is what I want to do with my life. So, uh, it's not so much the paper chasing, but another opportunity to, to do what we love. Another day, another awesome opportunity to make people happy. Cause I know you're a hard worker. I love what I do, you know, honestly, I don't even feel like it's hard work. It doesn't, don't really feel that way. You're right, cause it's a passion. Honestly, I'd be lying if, 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 when people go, oh, I work so, I'm like, mm, I don't know if, if the hard work is actually done on stage, it's probably done not on stage. All the other stuff around the career might be considered as hard work, but once I'm on stage, that's like, that's my happy time. No, I mean, the reason I say hard work is because you seem to fill 
the 24 hours that mm-hmm. we have in a day properly. I mean, you seem to have time management to the T. And your work ethic is also something to be, you know, commended. Oh, I appreciate that. I, I live to, I live by a schedule. That's, that's, that's for sure. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't be able to fit in everything I'm able to do. And even still, I feel like there's, there's more I could, I could afford to do. Um, but you're right in that, uh, we have what 20, 18 hour days every single day and it's normal. And now that we're working between here and LA, sometimes we're up at 1 a.m. having meetings, uh, with all our partners on that side. So it is a bit crazy. You are reinvention personified. The reason I used you as an example in my book, How to Reinvent Yourself and Stay Relevant. You are a songwriter, an artist, an actress, businesswoman, brand influencer, campaign ambassador. Was that the game plan once you realized you were a brand and people were taking you seriously and respecting your craft, you know, starting to respect what brand Lira was all about? Um. This is how I viewed it. When I was first starting my career, I I looked at the things that I wanted to achieve. And I realized in order to do that, I had to be a brand. So my thinking was, how do I position myself in a way that I would attract a certain caliber of brands? So I started this thinking before the opportunities uh, appeared. And that's why I think for anyone wanting to do this industry, it's like people say they want to sing. Okay, so stand there and sing and then you're done. Thank you very much. But you have to build a, a detailed vision for yourself. The vision will be your navigation system. It'll tell you what opportunities are worthy of your time and what are not. Because a lot of things will come up. A lot of things will be thrown your way. But not everything is beneficial given your vision. So if you have a clear vision, it'll, it'll literally navigate your path. And so based on the vision that I had for myself, I knew that, I don't know, hanging around in certain spaces, around certain people, doing certain things would not serve that vision. And so I was very careful about that. And indeed, the the opportunities started coming. And in that sense, I wasn't surprised because I was like, well, that's where I was trying to go. And I did everything, you know, to get there. So I think vision is, is, is important. It's a great starting point. And I mean, you take a brand very seriously. The way you've packaged yourself, I, I, I marvel at that. No, I appreciate Kudos it. Kudos to you. Thank Kudos you. to you. And keep it up. Thank so you. in 2003, you dethroned Beyonce. <laughs> I mean, you dethroned Beyonce in the South African charts. And in 2010, you dethroned Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> in DVD the sales. live DVD sales. Yeah. What's with you and De- Throning people. I'm like, I'm from here. Why, why should other people be sitting on a throne in Africa when they are from other parts mm. of the world? Those are some of the things that, I mean, those are the dreams I had. I was like, you know, I, I love all these international artists that we, we celebrate so much, but it would be lovely for us as Africans to celebrate our own and for us as musicians to have, you know, high achievement in the same way. I remember India Ari. Coming to the country It was years ago Maybe like 13, 14 years ago And she had um, She was presented with a, a gold uh, disc For, for sales over 25,000 And at that time It was rare to find a South African Soul artist selling that much At that time And I remember sitting there thinking This is wrong <laughs> This is not right <laughs> You know And to her she's like Oh gosh you know I just got a gold disc from Africa <laughs> You know I mean what's 25,000 I mean really 
And she probably had no way of appreciating what this means, you know, because she doesn't care out there. She sells two million, you know. So just little things like that made me think, how do I position myself and, and create a career where this kind of thing starts to happen? And I don't know. I just feel like sometimes just setting the intention and, and, and just looking at what the market requires and, and just honing your talent to be the best that you can be. And just all of those things combined helped me achieve that. And before long, I literally had multi-platinum selling awards. I mean, rather records. And of course, like you said, we dethroned, uh, Celine Dion. My DVD became the, the highest selling. Wow. Whereas hers was. And which is, I mean, it shouldn't be the case to be quite honest. <laughs> I, I hear you. You know, I mean, you, you gotta dethrone somebody. I mean, it's your country. It's my all. country. That's yeah. just, that's my only gripe. It's like, whatever you do elsewhere in the world, it's cool. No exactly. problem. This, this is, is my, my territory. Ca- this is my territory. Yeah. <laughs> so now, I, I know I can, I can make a joke about what I'm about to say now because I mean, it's been years in the passing and, um, you were able to recover your most prized possessions. So your house was broken into in yeah. 2013. The stolen items, um, included your, as I said, your most prized uh, possessions, uh, uh, your 10 summer music awards. Mm. Moreover, they took cash from the safe and a spare key for the safe. It seems they were planning to return, hoping you'd place more money inside the safe. Because I mean, why else would they oh, take they this big key to the case? They, to, they, to the safe. they lifted the, the the safe off. They the lifted wall. the safe, and yeah, they just took everything. <laughs> I mean, it was just bizarre. Um, you know, and we had like spare keys for cars in there, so it was a bit freaky in that sense. We had traveling documents, marriage certificates. You know, so it was just, yeah, it's such an invasion. Um, I know, but yeah, we've recovered. I mean, I think we live in the country we do and you, you, you learn to, you know, be as secure as you can. But yeah, it was quite an invasion. I mean, I can just imagine those fools trying to go to cash converters and trying to sell a, a Awards that have got Lira written on them. It I was, mean, you know, actually they threw them out on a field and I think initially they thought they were real gold, obviously, because the statues, the statues are, are golden, yeah. gold crusted. So I think they must have thought this is real good. This is my logic now afterwards, yeah. you know, just thinking about, cause they left all the glass awards. They took just the gold, I the see. summers that are golden color. Yeah. So now I doubt I'll have that problem because the summers are now glass. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they literally took those. And so I'm thinking they were we're going to try and, you know, go have them melted or sell them somewhere in those kind of places. Um, but they took so much that they, um, it was, uh, I think when it was in the news, they, they, they threw them in an open field. And then someone, a couple of houses down from where we stay, um, reported to the police that there's stuff that just appeared overnight. Something's not on here. So it was literally somebody just down the road. Um, up to no good and, and, and yeah, they, they, obviously they watch it. They're in close proximity and they decided to target our home. And yeah, so it was, and also actually when they were doing this, we, we, we were driving back from a gig. I wasn't thinking clearly. I was going in there to reprimand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was walking there with my hand on my figure mm. and on my waist and I was just like, <laughs> What are you doing in my bedroom? What are you doing in our house? My husband was like, are you crazy? So he drove me off the property and then returned. And then I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, this man's going to die. You know, it's like, don't yeah. do that. But it was quite a traumatic thing to experience. But in a way, I'm grateful that nobody got hurt. I'm actually grateful that we were not at home. You're right. You never know what could happen. Exactly. Because yeah. there's cycles out there. Ish. In 2016, you posted a picture on Instagram with the caption, 
At the entrance of Daverton, I found this awesome monument. Oliver Tambo, hashtag Lebo Matosa, hashtag Chris Honey, and yours truly. And then you went on to say, so privileged to be honored while I am alive and breathing. Mm. Thank you, Akuruleni Vuta. Your parents must be proud. Oh, very much. And I actually cried when I saw that it's... Yeah, and I think especially because I'm the only one who's alive amongst these incredible people, and so you know, it's just, you know, you 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 start your journey and and you have these dreams, and the contrast of my journey is a constant reminder for me. I remember the struggle. I remember just not knowing what the future would look like when things were really bleak, and I had to rely on my own. Um, I'm just focus and and a sense of positive outlook on life and. Subsequently, I've learned that what you give to life, life gives back to you. Mm. Um, and just to find those answers, just to ask the big questions and ask and having life respond. And that's probably the hardest work I do is keeping my mind in a good space. Yeah. And indeed, things just started happening and my parents were nervous. You know, they didn't know what was going on. And now they can enjoy holidays around the world with me because they, they just got out of the way and just let me do my thing. And so, Little symbols like that being honored like this by my township is is a huge reflection on this risk that I took essentially, and yeah, my parents are proud, so am i i'm just I'm always so grateful, you know, like I said, I'm always looking, I always remember the contrast of where I came from, and so I deeply appreciate where I am because i mean it 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 must be even more so of 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 an achievement um or humbling in a sense that your own um place of birth mm. is seeing and recognizing oh, yeah. and acknowledging all the hard work and the fact that you, not only have you put them on the map but this monument is their way of saying to you mm-hmm. um, we see you say, yeah. we, we see what you do and we appreciate you and I mean you're young I mean to, you know? be, to be honored like that when you <laughs> haven't even reached 40 that's crazy it must be surreal it for really you. is it's unreal actually because I mean you Oh, she's she's actually teary eyes. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it, your makeup. It just it blows my mind. I know, Sonia. It really just blows. My, I never get used to it. Um, Mabonya Mall when it first opened, it had named each of their major entrances um, in honor of of musical icons. Yeah. So there was as you come in, the main main entrance was Hugh Masigela. On the one end was Spongi Likumalo. On the other end was um, Yvonne Chaka Chaka. And behind the Huma Segela um, entrance was the food court, a.k.a. the Lira Court. Oh, wow. And I was like, but do you see the company I'm with? Oh. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> oh, my word. So, you know, I've had those affirming things happen in my journey. So I am... Yeah, I don't take it for granted. I just, I, I have deep appreciation for it. Because yeah. I, I know a lot of artists um, often complain that they revered more outside of their own country. Um, you spoke of uh, uh, Brahim Masekela, the fact that, um, and, and Dr. Kaifa Semenya, mm-hmm. who gets honored in, in the States. I mean, uh, even Ladysmith Black Mambazo with their Grammy Awards. True. And they overlooked in their own country, but we only start appreciating them just because now they've won a Grammy. It's like, yeah. what's up with that? That is a very bizarre thing, um, but I really must admit that I, I haven't found that in my personal career. I think I've been so honored um, and, and I'm so supported. Actually, the, the reverence that I've received here has opened doors for me internationally. The success 
and the support that I've enjoyed from South Africans has helped open doors for me internationally. So I'm a very unique case in that sense. And I often, you know, when I sign off in, in some TV show or anywhere, like a radio station in the States, I always say, hi, I'm Lira and I'm made in South Africa. And I really mean that because I feel like all the people here are, have given me the wind beneath my wings. So, yeah, that's it's a very different thing for me. And you well appreciated overseas. I mean, I know you've done covers of, I mean, Italian magazines. You've done covers of magazines we've never even heard about in this. Like, I mean, I remember seeing you. I was traveling somewhere and at the airport, you know, the bookshop at the airport, and you were on two different covers on at the same, the same time. Yeah, and I remember I, 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 I tagged you on, on Instagram to say <laughs> you're on different covers on the same month. I mean, that is very rare. It's very rare. I mean, it's just, it often just doesn't happen. And so, so, I mean, those cool things have happened. Also, there was one month where I was in four covers across the world. There was one in Ireland, in the UK, in the States, and in South Africa. You mean at the same time? At the same time. Unbelievable. So, you know, so there's been those delicious little <laughs> things along the way. Um, and yeah, man, I think it's dreamy. I, I think, oh, sure, I don't, I don't get enough of a opportunity to actually reflect back and so. <laughs> You're taking me back and thinking, wow, you know, it hasn't made me do bad at all. Yeah. I mean, do you have enough walls at home to frame all these covers and put them up? You know, I'm starting to feel like our house is looking like a museum of like some a sort. Museum, <laughs> you know, and I, I don't want, home is home. I don't want it to be like a museum, but it's slowly turning into that. No, I'm loving that. I'm loving that. You enjoy golf. You and I both know. Your indeed, husband knows. My husband knows that indeed, you enjoy golf. Um, when did the bug hit and are you brave enough to share your handicap? Um, I, I'll share my handicap, you know, I've got no shame in my game. Because <laughs> my game is my handicap. The way I play is my handicap. <laughs> True, I, I feel you, I feel you. Um, okay, so this was, when my, my husband and I started dating, he was into golf and he was like, I'd love for, for you to see if you, you would be into us. And his idea was that this would be a great retirement plan. You know, <laughs> when we're old and there's uh-huh. nothing else to do, we could just go around the world and play golf. And I was like, okay, well, let me try. You know, you've got nothing to lose. And, um, yeah, so he taught me and I just really enjoyed it. It was nice to be good at something I didn't expect to be into. It was just like not even in my radar, you know? Yeah. Um, but what was interesting for me is that there's a vision board that I, I put together in 2003. I met my husband in 2000. Well, I started seeing him in 2004. So in my vision board, I, I, I noticed this maybe 10 years into our relationship. Um, I had a, a an image of a couple at a golf estate playing golf. Mm-hmm. But for me, the image just represented lifestyle, not so much golf. And I thought to myself, whoa, be careful what you put in your vision board. Mm. <laughs> so I end up with a man, of course, who loves golf. But I love it so much. I think what I appreciate about it is just shutting down cell phone and the world and just being out in nature for five hours. Absolutely. And, you know, and you you are your biggest competition, of course. And it's such a mental game. And I enjoy that. It's like if I'm in a bad mood, my my game sucks. If I'm in a great space and I'm I'm there to have fun, my game is beautiful. And I just love outdoing myself with with every game I play. Um, I don't play as often as I could, so my you know my game is not is, will not improve. I think if I don't play regularly, so I'm afraid I'm a 24 at this stage. Okay, same same as me. Mm, same there you as go. Me. Yeah. 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 But 
I drive very well, but my putting. You you drive. You outdrive a lot of men. Well, this is what the guys keep saying, and I think they're just being nice. But okay. <laughs> no, I've seen I've seen I've seen your drive. You you posted it on on on, on Instagram and. <laughs> Cheapest creepers. You should tee off from the men's box. I would be aggrieved if I were playing against you and I was a man and you are driving me. I, I would, I would complain to the course manager. You know. You can imagine when we play uh, competitions how it's quite a benefit mm. when my husband and I pair up. So it usually works out very nicely. Mm. And yeah, so I've I've won a few prizes as well at golf Fantastic. games. So I, I I love it. I love the lifestyle of it. I love it when we travel to various places around the world and we get to play. I, I just I so enjoy it. So I'm I'm grateful that I, I play and I, I love also that it's something that we can do as a couple and with other couples. And it's a great way to meet amazing people mm. that I feel we couldn't have met any other way. You know, so I I love it. Yeah. Your husband, Robin, <laughs> is also your manager and producer. Yes. Do you ever get sick of each other considering how much time you spend together? We spend a lot of time. We play and work and everything together. But we come from families that are very close. So our parents, this is normal. So his parents lived and worked and everything together. His brother's the same. He lives and works with his partner. My parents are very close. They don't work together, but they just hang around together all the time. I don't think my dad would know what to do with himself if my mom wasn't there. So this is normal. We had people that were emulating this in a way. And so this is incredibly normal for us. But what I spent my time alone as a child. So it was quite a bit of an adjustment having that intimate situation. Um, But we're very good friends, so that helps. And, And I think we've designed our relationship in a way that... You know, we keep the friendship up. So it's fun. Uh, we genuinely enjoy each other's company. I love that. So that, that helps, you know. So, so I, I couldn't possibly say we get sick of each other. Um, we'll spend the morning together and by afternoon we're missing together. We're missing each other. We're like oh. on the phone. So it's just, it's weird that way. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I just saw you two hours ago. And she's blushing. <laughs> oh, Robin, I hope you're listening. <laughs> So it's fun, and we just celebrated um, eight years of marriage uh, two weeks ago. So it's oh, fun. congratulations! Thank you so two weeks much. ago already. Yeah, eight, yeah. Eight, eight, eight years. years. Yeah, that is fantastic. So yeah. it's been fun. It's been awesome. Oh, wow! So now the lyrics to your song "Let Go" sometimes. Yeah, they're heavy. They're <laughs> very heavy. Can you break it up for us? Um, I think uh, what I realize is, you know, we often I try to avoid singing sad songs. Um. I don't enjoy being sad. I don't imagine anyone does. I once sat with an old woman who's happily married, but she loves sad songs. She just like, she loves the, 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 the emotion of that sadness in the music. And I was like, you're a weird. I don't get that. I recognize I'm not that kind of person, but I also see value in expressing those kinds of emotions. And so, you know, um, as you evolve in relationships, you just, you just, you, you have different perceptions, I guess. Um, I'm actually dealing with a couple now that are contemplating divorce. And I was like, there's honestly never a need to divorce. Often you are misinterpreting or misunderstanding or misperceiving each other. Um, I think the most loving thing, the most loving way to engage any relationship is to appreciate each other. Mm. If when things fall apart, it's because you're focusing on everything that annoys you. And so it's like this plant 
that you are nurturing that annoys you and totally negating everything that you appreciate. So, of course, what you focus on expands. So the little things that niggle you about your partner become, they literally overtake your whole view of them. And so if you just shift your, your focus to appreciate, remembering what you like about them, re- remembering what you appreciate about them, the whole climate of the relationship changes. And I mean that. It's as if you even change. What we forget is that we, you create the partner you're with. It's either you break him down, you moan at him, you complain at him, or you remind him about all the things that you love him. So you, the partner you have, you have created him. You really have. If a, if a man is out there doing his kind of thing, it's because it's not comfortable at home. It's not nurturing at home. Of course, there are people that are just very retarded. They just don't see love <laughs> even when it's staring at them. But honestly, you can always nurture. All of us are, are looking for more or less the same things. We're looking for affection. We're looking for affirmation. We're looking for warmth. We're looking for encouragement. We're looking for attention. We're looking to know that we matter and we add value. And when those things are not there, we will go elsewhere to find them. Hmm. You know, so it's just to remember that I think that's the, that's, that's one thing that I've learned. It's like when I, when I focus on everything that niggles, literally it just, it doesn't, the joy gets sucked out of the relationship. So after all these years, I just, I know how to love better. And by virtue of that, I'm being loved better. That is so profound. Deep. <laughs> but profound. Sure. This is like an education. Here. Are you taking notes, Palisa? Because I am. Wow. Is there a song that speaks to your soul to a point where you wished you had written it? Hmm. Uh, let me see. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> it's interesting. A song that come, no, I can't say it speaks to my soul. I just love the melody and I love how this woman sang. It's just because it's, that's the song that popped in my head. Um, I just love how Amy sang the song. My husband hates that song because of the message in the song. <laughs> but I love it. I just love how Amy Winehouse sings the song. Love is a losing game. Uh-huh. She's so sensitive. She's so easy. She's so unforceful. And the melody is divine. Um, she has a sincerity to her that, that just takes my breath away. So that's one of my favorite songs. I just, when it plays, I just have to stop everything. I just love her sincerity. What's the chorus? Because we're curious. It literally just says, love is a losing game. And of course, she had trouble in relationships. Yes. So she was really reflecting on that, that, um, um, just, just, they were misfiring towards each other. And I can, I can see those signs all the time. And I'm just like, but of course, if you guys are not seeing eye to eye and, People forget that in love, you, you love into each other's values. Like you, you know what your partner likes and appreciates. So you feed those kind of things. And then, you know, the relationship just works out. So when people are pulling and, and fighting, it just doesn't work out. And so she was like, love is a losing game, but she wasn't playing the game properly. Mm, yeah. Ironically. <laughs> right. Now, I must say, I envy the sisterhood. You have with your friends Aww. You seem to have an authentic Aww. bond Give us tips, girlfriend Oh, I love my girlfriends I feel like I prayed that friendship into existence um, Because I'd lost two friends That it, I just felt the relationship was so illogical um, <laughs> How it broke up It's just, you know, when, when jealousy and, and just funny things come into the friendship And I was just like, I'm done I want to connect with people that build me up 
um, and that I can build up. You know, like I want to add value in terms of the friendship. I, I don't want to know that I'm being used or, you know, being expected to do things that absolutely make no sense. And so, um, I reconnected with these girls. They'd always been in my life, but somehow uh, I had thrown a birthday party for Robin and these women just happened to be, to connect. And I was the link between all of them, but like the sisterhood was truly formed out of that party. And we started getting together even more often after that. And what I find really anchors our friendship is that we each add value to each other. We're all very unique. We're in different walks of life. There are executives, there are housewives, there are artistic people, there are um, self-employed people, there are, you know, uh, some struggling, some doing well, but, you know, we have all something that we do well and we all add to this pool and we add value. But what's most important, and all of them uh, are, all of them have children, um, all except one are married. So like we've got all those different dynamics, but everyone is just valuable exactly as they are. So there's a sense of uh, acceptance in terms of that and appreciation for the value we each add. But most importantly, we all take leave from our husbands and our children just to be together as girlfriends. And it doesn't matter where we go. So we've taken trips all together now, like girls, we, every woman needs this. Mm. Every woman. I hope my husband is listening. <laughs> no, y'all, we need it. So the husbands understand what we did was we got them all to get together so that they can understand what's going on here. That if the sisterhood is okay, your marriage will be okay. So you, you leave them with the kids and then it's just ladies. They going understand. Away. We'll go away a week or a, a weekend, but you know, we do this bit by bit. We started with a weekends every now and then and then we did a week away and they survived. You know, nobody died. Exactly. <laughs> nobody died. The kids were still alive. Still, the kids were still alive. So, you know, we planned it accordingly, but it's just so enriching. It's just such a nice escape. And of course, when we're all together, we are girls. We are girls, girls, girls. Love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Love that. I'm going to play your other song and then we'll catch up after that. Fantastic. You know you've made it as an artist when Disney calls you and asks you to perform a song <laughs> for their animation. The recording and experience must have been surreal. How was that moment when you receive a call from Disney for oh crying out loud and I to say you need to perform the song? So <laughs> they, they asked me into the office. They wanted to have a meeting. It didn't even cross my mind. You know, I just, I didn't even think something like this would be, an, I just, I didn't know, you know, I was like, okay, cool, let's just meet with them. And they were like, okay, so this is top secret. We're working on our latest animated feature and um, we were wondering, you know, if, if this would be something that you would be willing to do. The whole time I'm just, you know, totally blank and and they're like, um, so we'd like you to listen to the song and see if this is something you, you would want to do. Um, to sing the end credit song And then I sat back and I was like For real? <laughs> Disney? <laughs> like like really 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 They're like so I'm like wait is it for TV? Is it not? They're like no it's it's a full feature It's playing around the world And we'd like you to vocalize The African version of the song And I was just 
I was like, wow, we'd be so honored if you would consider. Wow. Con- you know, just like a, such a humble <laughs> approach. And I was just like, but you're Disney. <laughs> exactly. Who says no to Disney? I think, I think every musician, it's like really like a feather in your cap. Absolutely. You know? So, so thrilled. And then I listened to the song. They're like, we'll see if you like it. I was like, yeah, that's fair. It's here if I like. And I just love the song. The second I heard it, I was like, oh, it's delightful. And yeah, so then we just um, worked out the terms and all. And it was just a great, great, great opportunity for me. Um, you know, the song was nominated for an Oscar. And so yes. It's just, yeah, one of the highlights of my career, without a doubt. I can imagine. Yeah. Wow. I'm super <laughs> proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> So now on that note, what does contentment and success mean Mm. to you? If I'm happy, if I'm truly happy, just in my skin, and I measure success as materializing my dreams, and happiness is one of them. If I'm able to take care of myself, my family, my household, if I'm able to provide employment for the people that I employ, if we are all thriving and, 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 you know, doing our best and enjoying our lives, that's, that's, that's success for me. If I'm able to impact those around me positively, I relish in that. But it really starts with me just being happy. If I wake up in the morning, I just feel good to be alive. I, I feel like I can do anything. All of, all the things that we end up having really come as a result of that state of being. Mm. So I'm always on project happiness. I love that. Mm-hmm. Hashtag trending <laughs> happiness. What would you like written on your tombstone? She lived a life to the fullest. She encouraged others to be the best that they could be. And she wrote inspiring music. Love that. <laughs> now I'm going to make you choose one of the following. No buts, no ifs, okay. no negotiating. Stevie Wonder or John Legend? Oh, so Steve. Ah, oh, that's a tough one, but Stevie Wonder. Frank Sinatra or Michael Bublé? Frank Sinatra. Aretha Franklin or Tina Turner? Aretha. Bruno Mars or Michael Jackson? Oh, Michael. <laughs> Remy Ma or Nicki Minaj? I don't even know the latter, the other person. Remy? Okay. Let's so Nicki, so let's. as a result, although. Mm. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> if I were her just, branding manager, I would, I would just, fire, just, her, I would fire myself. <laughs> I know, I don't know who Remy, oh my God. Is that, okay. does that make me ignorant? It's oh my like, God. No, 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 it's okay. We, it's okay. Let's move on. It's, my, just, it's all not in my radar, let's really. Let's move on. My figure's all over the soil. Mm. Oh wow, that's a good one. Uh, that's a tough one. I feel like they, they fulfill different things. It you they be have fair. to choose one, no ifs, no buts. You did say this. You did say this. Uh, my figure's on. Jay something or Vusinova? Vusinova! Monewa or Malay? Malay. I like Malay. Ghana. Oh. Ghana or Dubai? Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> Never been to... Have I been to Ghana? Yes, I have. I've been to Accra, but Dubai. Okay, so you choose Dubai. Yeah. Safari getaway or beach resort? Beach resort any day. Reading or listening to music? Oh, I love both. Okay, listen to music. Simple, unpretentious picnic or a meal at a Michelin starred restaurant? Michelin star restaurant. Mm, Sorry, yeah. Which like girl doesn't want to get spoiled, eh? Right. Anything you want to share with your fans and opinion booth listeners? Um, Anything you're up to? Upcoming concerts, performances? Well, um, if, if you're not already aware, obviously there's the Born Free album, which just yes. celebrates um, the idea of freedom, living yes. the idea of freedom, not just the concept. Um, 
I'm performing in Dickinson Park this weekend uh, on Saturday and then on Sunday I'm in Taung. Um but pretty much performing every weekend throughout September and in October. But the best way to, to find out what I'm doing is through com, which is my website. Um, and yeah, so I'll be at some festival near you sometime in the summer. So look out and I hope to see you there. Love that. Your message to a girl wanting to pursue music after she was told she's not good enough. Oh, plus you must know I am that girl. Mm-hmm. I am that girl. So. That's what you do, girlfriend. Firstly, you look at yourself in the mirror and you you remind yourself that the fact that you have the talent means that your talent is valid. The fact that you have the dream, your dreams are valid. So you wouldn't have the talent if if life didn't have a spot for you to express it and show it off. Firstly, look at yourself in the mirror, do that until you believe it and you know it to be true. And then the world will always chip away at you. So again, go back to that same mirror and build that girl up. Remind yourself that you matter, you're beautiful, your talent is enough, you are enough. And then do not settle for anything that disagrees with everything that you say to yourself when you're on that mirror. Write down your dreams in as great a detail as possible. You know, dream as wildly as you can and then just put it out there and do what you can with what you have where you are right now. Don't say, ish, but now you see, as soon as I win the lotto or as soon as I get a blesser, no, your talent is enough. So use what you have, do what you absolutely everything in your power day to day. Just do something to move towards your dreams. Life will give you the right people. Your rendezvous randomly with just the right people. All you have to do is manage the climate of your mind, of your mentality, and life will bring you the right people. If that's the hard work that I do, it really is cleaning up the climate of my mind. If that's right, I promise you now, you will, you will meet the right manager, you will meet the right opportunities. And when you have those opportunities, be your best. Make no excuses. Don't play small. Don't make excuses. Don't just really show up 150,000%. When everybody else is giving 100%, go way beyond that. And these are the building blocks. You will never be forgotten. People will always know that you're reliable. They can always, you know, count on you. And so the doors will start opening because they've seen the experience of you. So you can create your own um, opportunities in how people experience you. And then all moreover, just keep going until you get there. Don't, don't be, don't be ashamed. Uh, don't be afraid of the work. Don't, don't care how long it takes. Once the momentum is there, eventually it'll just blow up and you'll be so proud of yourself and you'll get a great sense of self-respect. I love that persistence and perseverance. Absolutely. I know you are very close to your mom. I know you love mm-hmm. your mom. I know you would give her your left or right kidney. Indeed. And um, I do the same as well. I mean, the bond and the closeness mm-hmm. that I share with my mother. And it is for that reason that I'm going to be selfish right now and do this for my mama. Right? <laughs> I would love for you to sing the chorus to Value of Darkness for my mother, please. Oh, wonderful. Never met your mom. She's absolutely lovely. I know. <laughs> Though I walk through the valley of darkness I shall not fear for I know you walk with me Though I walk through the valley of darkness I shall not fear for I know you walk 
just in case you didn't hear that. Just just one, <laughs> one, one more one more piece. <laughs> just in case. Though I walk through the valley of darkness, I shall not fear, for I know you walk with me. Though I walk through the valley of darkness, I shall not fear, for I know love walks with me. Ooh, I'm going to be the favorite <laughs> child today. I am so happy. Thank you so much for spending your oh, time with Milerato. <laughs> such a pleasure. I'm calling you like they'll call you at home and uh, back in day. Oh my Davidson. gosh. I must actually tell you, I'm going to post it today because you just reminded me. Speaking of Dubai. Yes. My favorite perfumery in the world is in Dubai. I feel like they make my soulmate of a fragrance and it's called Ask. Hmm. Ask is a Turkish word for love. So I sent them this and I told them I absolutely love this fragrance and would you consider distributing to South Africa? They're like, no, we don't have any channels. Fine. So, but they're like, well, we'll send you, you know, a few bottles and they actually sent me one named Lerato. Oh wow. So I'm going to post it today. I'm, I'm just, you know, I've literally, I haven't even put it on. I, I'm, I'm very precious about it. <laughs> that is. Amazing girl. So precious Wow. Lucky you. I'm green with envy right now. <laughs> wow. Lyra, thank you so much. And thank you so much for embracing me with your soulful, sultry, beautiful voice. Oh, it's such a pleasure. You are an amazing human being and I admire and marvel at the brand that you've created. Brand Thanks Lyra, so upwards and forwards. That's the only way for you. Thanks, man. I so appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Just for inviting me. <laughs> My humble opinion, after all, this is the opinion booth. It's no secret why Lyra is still relevant today. She understands the art of reinvention. She understands that you are only as good as your last track, your last album, your last performance. Aspire to inspire before you expire. This is CliffCentral.com.